If you want something, go get it. And get it one focus at a time. Welcome to Habits and Humor, where you come to make serious progress without taking life too seriously. This podcast shows how we can use embarrassing moments as empowering tools to help us create powerful daily habits and enjoy life at the same time. I'm Susie B., author and creator of Life Conscious and master of all things embarrassing. This is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are going to talk about the first piece of the 123 Habits system. Last week I introduced what 123 Habits is and the power that it has to help you simplify your life, to clarify the pathway to progress, and to make things happen. This is how we take what we know and turn it into action. This is how we go from wanting to being, from needing to doing, and from wishing our lives were one way to actually living our lives that way. This is how we turn incredible, powerful knowledge that we have in our heads or that we get from other people into personalized daily action that we make happen in our own lives that produce results for us. Turn what you know into who you are, what you want into what you have, and start living your life. One, two, three habits is going to get you there. It's the simplest way to break this pathway into simple daily steps so that you know it's possible and you know you can do it. So what is the one, two, three habits? The first step is your one pillar focus. Last week, we talked about the difference between the Lincoln Monument and the Jefferson Monument and how they impacted my life. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it because I talk about how I fell down the stairs over and over and over again on the same staircase. And the problem was that there were too many stairs. There were too many steps. If I'd only had three steps at a time, I would have only fallen once. Falling is okay, but we don't want to get up and fall and get up and fall and get up and fall and do the same thing over and over and over again. We want to make sure that we set ourselves up for success so that we can learn that thing, master that thing, and then continue on another. I use pillars and steps as the visual for what you're working on. Your pillars are your big goals, the big things that you want. Maybe you want to run a marathon. That would be a pillar. Maybe you want to work on your physical health. That would be a pillar. Maybe you need to work on your mental wellness. That would be a pillar. Maybe you have a family relationship that you need to improve. That is a pillar. All of those big pieces of your life that matter, those big things that hold importance to you, those are your pillars. Your steps then are your daily tasks or your daily habits that you do every single day to make those pillars happen. The steps are the daily progress. They're the small things, the simple things that actually make the difference. In that book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about how the tiniest of adjustments make the biggest impact over time. That's the key, is the overtime part. Oftentimes we'll think, okay, if I make this small adjustment and I do it for a couple of days, then that'll make the difference. Absolutely not true. <laughs> You're gonna totally frustrate yourself trying to make little adjustments constantly. You're gonna overwhelm yourself with, oh, if I just do this, or oh, if I just do that, all these ideas are gonna come in and you're really gonna hold yourself back. However, if you are able to focus and then able to take action, that is where the magic happens. So let me give you an example. As an entrepreneur, I have crazy amounts of ideas coming to me all the time. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, you understand what I'm talking about. 
you constantly have these business ideas. You constantly have new things coming in that are like, oh, if I did this, then that would help. Or, oh, if I did this, or maybe I should try that. Oh, this is a good idea for a course, or this is a good idea for a program, or, oh, I should start this kind of a business. You just constantly have these ideas bombarding you. I know I do. Even yesterday, I pitched a business to my city. It's a need that needs to happen, but I don't have the mental capacity to do it. I had to pass off this idea to somebody else. Somebody needs to make it happen, but it can't be me right now because it's not one of my pillars. So I started my business last year. And when I got into this, I had no business starting a business. I had no idea what I was doing. I've been a personal trainer for 12 years and I've done this in person. And I absolutely love this. This was my, my comfort zone. I knew how to do in-person training. But then COVID hit and I realized that there is absolutely a need for online training. And one of the most successful things that I had been doing over and over again throughout these years with my clients was a 60-day challenge type program that absolutely could have been turned into an online program. So I looked into this and I started learning about it and I realized I can do this. I can actually make an online program that can really help people change the way they approach their health. Before you start a business, you always need to have a problem that you're trying to solve. The problem I'm trying to solve is that people want to improve their health, but they have no idea how. Or they pick an extreme, they get exhausted from it, they get frustrated by it, and then they give up. I want to stop that from happening. So I started the business called Healthy and Happy. And what this is, is it's a 60-day program to help you change your health habits. And again, that over time is what matters. In 60 days, we produce these habits, we form these habits in your life. But the 60 days is just the beginning. After the 60 days are over, that's where the magic happens. Because you keep having these healthy habits daily occurring in your life, but you don't have to think about it anymore. It's absolutely amazing what results you can produce by automating your daily health choices. So this was the business. And I started this and I was like, I'm going to get all into this. And I started researching how other people are doing their businesses. I realized I want a course and I want a coaching program and I want a podcast and I want a Facebook group. And all of these things, I just listed off a whole huge number of all the pieces of my business and of many other businesses. But let me tell you this, if you try to take on all of those things at the same time, you're going to feel like I did at the Lincoln Memorial. You're going to keep falling down the stairs. You're going to think to yourself, I'm going to start this business. And then you're going to take on all this stuff. You're going to trip and fall down the stairs because you're taking on too much at once. And you'll get back up and you'll try again and then you'll fall again and then you'll get back up and try again and then you'll fall again because you're overwhelming yourself with too much to do on a daily basis. I know this because I did it. <laughs> I know this absolutely from experience. So what we're going to do is we're going to focus on one at a time. Here's an analogy for you. I love to play tennis and in professional tennis, every time they serve, someone sends them three balls that they get to choose from before they choose which two balls are the best ones that they want to use for their serves. So somebody throws them three balls, they pick their best ones, and then they throw the third one back. But notice, they always throw them to them one at a time. If someone throws a tennis ball to you, one, and then another, and then another, you can easily catch each of those balls. You can easily hold three balls in your hand and look at them and examine them and decide what to do with them. However, if somebody throws three tennis balls at you all at the same time, first of all, you're unlikely to catch all three. And second of all, you're unlikely to even try to catch all three. Picture yourself on a tennis court, holding a tennis racket in one hand, and somebody chucks three balls at you. What do you do? You're probably going to try to protect yourself. You're going to go into self-defense mode, put up your hands, put up your racket, and try to protect yourself. You're not even going to try to catch any of those balls. The same thing is going to happen if you try to take on too much at once with your health or with your mental well-being or with all of your goals. 
That's what happens so often with New Year's resolutions. People sit down and they're going to tackle every single part of their life. I'm going to pay off my debt. I'm going to fix my marriage. I'm going to be a better parent. I'm going to start the business. I'm going to change our finances. I'm going to fix my mental health and I'm going to lose weight. Holy moly. (laughs) No wonder everybody gives up before February 1st. You can't take on that many steps at a time. Instead, we're going to shift our focus to the Jefferson Monument. This is the image I want to have in your mind. Around the back of the Jefferson Monument, there's only three steps leading up to pillars. Same architecture as Lincoln. There are pillars and steps. The difference is there's only three at a time. And they lead to many, many pillars. Those pillars are your big things, those big goals, those big ambitions that I just mentioned. All those New Year's resolutions that you want, you can have all those things. But if you work on them all at the same time, it's going to be like somebody's throwing 50 tennis balls at you and you're not going to be able to catch them. So let's choose one at a time. Pick one pillar to focus on first. Let's go back to my business example. Once I figured this out, that I was wearing myself out and I wasn't actually making any progress, I decided to do one thing at a time. The first thing I did was I published a website. My husband is a brilliant software developer, so I had him help me, and we put up a website. It was a perfect start. So for the first piece of my business puzzle, I focused all in on one pillar. That pillar was my website. Once I had that built, it still serves me today. I still use that same amazing website. Is it perfect? No. Does it still have things that I could absolutely change about it? You bet. But that's not my focus right now. I focused on it while I needed it, and now it continues to serve me. The second thing I needed to focus on was, how do I actually get this program into my client's hands? I knew I needed to create an online course. So I pre-sold the program, I used Molly Kaiser's Kickstarter method, and rather than create something and then just see if anybody wanted it, I wanted to make sure that people wanted it before I spent the time and energy to create it. And I also wanted people in there who were willing to give me feedback along the way so that I could really create something awesome that they absolutely wanted and needed. So I had 15 women sign up for this program before I'd even created it. I told them what I was going to create and what I wanted from them. I wanted them to work on their health. I wanted them to create healthy habits for themselves that would change their lives forever. And I wanted them to help me create a program that would not only help them, but would also be able to help other women in the future. They got in here and we created this course live. Over 60 days, every single week, I would come on this course multiple times a week and create something. Create content, create videos, do trainings, live conversations with these people. It was awesome. It was such a good program for the 60 days for these women. And then when the 60 days were over, they experienced the same thing that my clients and I did back when I was doing this in person. Those healthy habits are formed over 60 days and you get results immediately. But because they become habits, they continue to serve you for life. So now I had a website. Now I had a course. I had caught two tennis balls. The third thing I knew I needed was some systems. I needed to get this all in one place so that people could access it easily, and I needed to make it scalable. I needed to have some sort of email system that would get all the information out to these clients as soon as they signed up. So I jumped into this mode and I learned about email automation and email campaigning and systems and all of this kind of stuff. And I really researched what would be the best platform to have this course on here the way that I wanted it to be. So I set all this up over a 60-day period. Did I learn a ton during the 60 days? You bet I did. It was a really steep uphill battle, and I spent tons of time and energy reading and learning and watching videos and listening to mentors and asking people that I knew were doing this successfully how, taking courses, all of these different things. But at the same time, I created mine. 
that's not to say that I didn't make massive mistakes when I was forming this email system. I created this huge sequence of like 30 emails that all went out in a row. I have redone that system four times now, top to bottom, completely redone. Just because you have a habit and you learn something and you do it, it doesn't make you perfect. Don't expect yourself to be perfect when you're learning something. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to have to redo things. Habits don't make you perfect. They make you progressive. They make you consistent and they help you to automate some of the stuff and learn a little bit as you go so that you don't have to take it all on at once. They just simplify the process for you. Every time I had to redo this whole system, it was very, very frustrating. But every time, it got a little bit easier. I learned something else each time that I could use the next time to make it faster, better, smoother. And every time, the process was better. Even though I had to redo it four times over, it was okay. Because I knew a little bit more than I did the time before. Because of the work that I had spent and the time that I had spent learning it those three times before. I don't tell you this because I want you to think that my business is like perfect and it's awesome and it's spectacular. It's still a baby business. Like I said, I started it a year ago. I'm nowhere near where I know this thing can be, but I'm definitely further along now than I was when I started. The win here is that I started. The win for you is if you keep it simple, you start small with one thing at a time, you'll be able to make that progress. It takes away the overwhelm. It takes away the burnout because it helps you come back to the reality that you can, in fact, make that thing happen. Whatever that is, whatever the goal is in your life, you can make it happen just a little bit at a time. Don't give up on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay to learn slowly. It's great to do things slowly, as a matter of fact. I'm a very emotional person and about every four days I go through what I call an emotional loop or an emotional roller coaster and about every four days I question everything (laughs) and I always have to come back to this one, two, three. One, two, three. You know what? Today was a rough day. Maybe some things went wrong. Maybe I, that imposter syndrome started to creep in and I was wondering, can I even do this? Should I be doing this? But I come back and I do my one, two, three and then the next morning I wake up and it's okay. It's always going to be okay if you just tell yourself, I can do this. I'm just going to keep it simple and I'm going to keep going even on those super hard days when you don't trust yourself (laughs) and you don't know what's going on. It's okay. I go through this all the time and every time it gets a little bit easier. Same thing as before. Each time you go through it, you trust yourself a little bit more. You gain a little bit of confidence. Habits don't make you perfect. They make you progress. There's two phases in experiencing something new. There's the learning phase and the doing phase. I think if you decide to learn first and then do, sometimes you lose your motivation. However, if you learn and then immediately take action, learn a little, immediate action, learn a little bit, immediate action, then it helps you to learn as you go. You don't have to know everything before you start. Just take that first step. If you remember that episode where I talked about the garbage can that took me down the driveway in the ice storm, the first step is what gets the momentum happening. That first step over that ledge is what made all the difference. And that absolutely is what happens in whatever you're working on. I'm relating this to my business, but this can be anything in your life. Whatever you need to improve. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your well-being. Maybe it's your self-care. Maybe it's your family relationship. Maybe it's your finances. Whatever it is. 
Look at it, focus on one piece of it at a time, master that thing, and then move on to the next thing. Catch the next tennis ball. If you catch them one at a time, you absolutely know what to do with them. However, if you try to catch them all at once, remember, you're going to go into defense mode and you're going to keep yourself from being successful. You're going to have doubt, you're going to have fear, you're going to have anxiety, all of that stuff. Whereas, if you just take on one at a time, you give yourself the opposite of all of those things. This is like the antidote to giving up. Instead of feeling overwhelmed and giving up, you're going to feel confident because it's simpler than you think and you only have to focus on one thing at a time. Small changes that over time make all the difference. That's what these habits are doing for you. So I created the website, created the course, created the systems. Now I was able to actually produce this coaching program the way that I wanted. I now had all the content, all the information. What was the next piece? Marketing. I had no idea how to market this thing. So I took all the webinars, all the courses, learned all the things about how to market a course. And there were so many different options. But rather than try to do all of them, I just picked a few and started with those. I decided to go with social media posting. I was going to be very consistent. And I started making reels and I started doing Facebook posts, all of these things on social media. And after about two months of creating all of this content and doing all these posts and doing all these things, I realized I hated it. (laughs) I super hate social media marketing. It really didn't produce a lot of results for me either. There was very few clients that signed up during this time because I didn't love what I was doing. And if you don't love what you're doing, your clients can feel that. So I had to find a different way. How can I market this business in a way that doesn't totally suck the life out of me? The answer is this podcast. I came up with a different plan. I thought, what are my strengths? What do I love to do? How do I love to talk about this thing? I was invited to speak at a Women's Empowerment Summit back in October. And this gave me some serious inspiration for how I could market my program. I love speaking. I don't love posting, but I absolutely love speaking. I could speak about this stuff all day long. People are always asking, like, what can you talk about for 30 minutes totally unprepared? This. I could talk about habits and health all day long. And so I thought, what can I do? How can I start getting into speaking engagements? I still have little ones at home. I can't go around the country speaking in person all over the place. So I started signing up for virtual speaking engagements. And I started a podcast. This Habits and Humor podcast came from my hate of social media. (laughs) So rather than continuing to fall down the same staircase... Social media didn't work for me. So rather than continuing to do the same thing and expecting myself to fall again and again and again, I shifted. I turned. I totally changed directions. Do I still use social media? Yes. But I don't spend a ton of time doing it because it's not my favorite. It's not what lights me up. I've seriously almost hired this out like 20 times. (laughs) And this will be one of the first things I hire out when we get to that point. Because I know it's not how I want to spend my time. But I know it's a valuable piece of my business. Going back to our tennis analogy, like I said before, usually before a serve, those tennis players will get three balls and they'll keep two. During my business journey, I learned what was working for me and what wasn't. I was able to let some of it go. Did I spend a ton of time on that and put in a lot of energy for that? Yes. Is it hard to let go of stuff like that? Definitely. But that's how we grow. You have to try different things. You have to experience things in order to know if they're working for you. And then you have to have the courage to either keep it or let it go. Again, once you get those tennis balls in your hands, you can decide what to do with them. I am going to hand that tennis ball to one of my friends (laughs) who enjoys social media. I do spend a ton of time doing podcasts. I guest on other people's podcasts. I produce this podcast. I edit it all myself and I produce it and I do all of this myself because I love it. 
This is a form of marketing that I have personalized to me. This is a habit that I have personalized to my way. Maybe you're working on your mental health, but you hate to journal. That's okay. You don't have to journal. Do something else. Maybe you have voice notes that you leave yourself. Maybe you love to just read. Find what works for you and then do that thing. Don't let yourself feel the guilt and all of that other stuff that's nonsense about, well, I'm not doing it their way and they're having success. Their success does nothing to do with yours. Do it your way. Personalize your habits to you. Maybe you start a keto diet because your best friend lost 100 pounds on keto, but you realize, oh my gosh, I hate this so much. (laughs) Stop that diet. Do it your way. If you know that you need carbohydrates, then keto is not for you. I've had a lot of different clients approach me over the years with different kinds of diets that they want to try. And so I generally do these diets on myself so that I can give some feedback, not only on the research, but also on my personal experience. I have tried keto, I have tried intermittent fasting, and I've tried a bunch of different other ones that I know don't work for me personally. Without carbs and breakfast, I lose my mind. Like I cannot think and brain fog and I have no energy, all of those things. But that's personal to me. I know that about myself, but I only know that because I've done it. I had to give it a try. I know those things about myself because I tried different things. I only know that social media is not the way that I want to work because I tried it. And I didn't try it for a day. I didn't try it for a week. I give it a solid two-month trial period. That same 60 days. We're going to talk about that more next week on our step two of the process. But I give it a solid amount of time so that I can actually see, is this hard because it's new? Or is this hard because it really isn't a good fit for me? Push yourself to try new things. Push yourself to experience something difficult frequently. You want to take yourself to the next level. But at the same time, listen to the feedback. Listen to the response. It's okay to decide that things aren't for you. You don't have to chase someone else's happiness. Do it your way. Because that's the way that will work for you long term. You won't know things about yourself until you try them. And that's one of the hardest but most rewarding choices you can make for yourself. Do the hard things. You can do the hard things. You just have to force yourself to act. Once again, that action problem that we keep having. When you know yourself, you're able to really, really succeed. But you can't try all the things at the same time. Remember this. Going back to one pillar at a time. Catch those tennis balls one at a time so you can succeed. One pillar at a time until you build an incredible monument for yourself. That is how we overcome giving up, quitting, feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, all of those things. That is how we overcome the world's biggest problem right now, which is unfulfilled ambition. If you want something, go get it. And get it one focus at a time. It's amazing how habits work like this. You create something once and they continue to serve you for years into the future. You can apply this to anything in your life. If you master the habits of daily exercise and water, your health will be better for the rest of your life. And if you do it right, it'll happen on autopilot. Again, I'm going to teach you how to master this simple process in the next two weeks, so stick with us. The one 2 3 habit system absolutely works in any aspect of your life. I created several parts of a business two months at a time, and now those continue to serve me. I created them then, they still work now. 
maybe with your mental health. You develop some mental health habits that just help you connect with yourself on a daily basis on autopilot. Those will continue to serve you long after you've stopped thinking about them. Habits, habits, habits. I absolutely cannot express to you how powerful these things truly are. Remember, we're getting into one, two, three habits now, and this is step one. Keep listening. Keep coming back for the next two weeks to get step two and three so that you can learn exactly what to do to go from wanting to having, from needing to being, and from wishing to living your life. Keep coming for the next two weeks for the next two steps. Step one, pick your one pillar. You can do this. I absolutely believe in you. I know you can do this and I want you to do it. If you have questions or if you're not sure which one to start with, come to the live recording on Mondays. Let's have a conversation about it. From 9 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time every Monday, you can get the link in the show notes or at the Habits and Humor Facebook group. Every Monday, come in here, talk about it. Let's work through this together. I'm here for you and I want to help you succeed. Pick your one pillar and start today. Thanks for joining us today on Habits and Humor, where you come to laugh and learn and then take action. If you're loving what we're doing here, take action and help us help more people just like you overcome overwhelm and turn simple habits into massive results. Subscribe to the show, share it with your friends and come to our live recording plus free Q&A sessions every Monday from 9 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time. You can find the link for the live show and free coaching in the Habits and Humor Facebook group or in today's show notes. And of course, if you're ready to maximize your progress with minimal time and effort, go to livelifeconscious.com to enroll in our amazing habits coaching programs, Healthy and Happy for Health Habits and the Three Central Habits Mastermind for All Other Habits. Until next time, go make some serious progress, but don't take life too seriously. I'm Susie B, and this is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live. Oh,